Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. Remember he was going to the Cowboys? This is Dan Patrick. It's the final hour. Truly the final hour on DirecTV, Audience Channel 239, and BR Live. We will continue on Monday. Radio and podcast will continue. Our great partners at Premier Radio. TV-wise, we have our own channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. It is free, and uh, we encourage you to visit that often. And if you miss the show, there's always the opportunity on demand to be able to watch it whenever you want to. But uh, that will start on Monday. Got some new bells and whistles. We really like how it's going to be presented on YouTube. We appreciate all the years, 10 years, with uh, DirecTV and uh, the great team out there. But... The final hour, also our final show with two-a-days as well, Dan Overlock, who's been uh, really an integral part of this program. We've had fun with him. We've had fun at his uh, expense, and we'll continue to do so even when he's not here. But uh, a wonderful person that fit in with what we were trying to do, and uh, we will miss him as well. All right, we'll get the phone calls coming up. I uh, know that I didn't uh, buy into the Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rumors. And right now, everything's a rumor. And Jeff Darlington, who is plugged in with Tom Brady, had the report on Get Up on ESPN yesterday morning about, you know, really that he'd be shocked if Tom Brady goes back to the Patriots. We just had Jeff on, and he said, look, I didn't attach sources to that, but when you do attach sources to that, now you have some validity there. I just saw this. Um, Could the Tampa Bay Buccaneers steal Tom Brady from the Patriots? This according to the Boston Globe. Tom Brady to the Bucks buzz just won't go away. The latest, uh, Ben Volan, who is a, a great writer, says uh, Tampa Bay is a threat to steal Brady from the Patriots, while the Athletics' Vic uh, Tafer provided his own fuel by citing buzz that Brady will indeed be playing elsewhere for the first time in his career. All right, this is buzz. I don't want buzz. I want to report... All right. I want to report. I need sources here. Uh, I did. When I said this yesterday and then Jeff Darlington just came on, a source of mine said, hey, I know you poo-pooed. I don't know who uses that anymore, but he did poo-pooed Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. Keep in mind that Bruce Arians is going to have an elite defense this year. And you've got two Pro Bowl caliber wide receivers. He goes, just just so you know, if he does go there, it's not like it's not lost on Tom that the defense will be good. It's young and it's good, and he's going to have two really good wide receivers to throw to. All right, so um, I don't know if it matters that there's no state income tax in Florida. I don't know what Tom would be making, but uh, the Bucks would then move on from Jameis Winston. But uh, all of a sudden, Tampa would be must see TV. I don't know about that division because the Saints are still the class of that division. Carolina's wounded. Atlanta, you're never sure about. 
But, uh, you know, he might look at it as, you know, the right time to join a young team with that young talent. But that's according to some reports today. The headline, Tom Brady to the Buccaneers buzz just won't go away. Yeah, Paul. I think I can throw a little bit of fuel on this small fire. Uh, Four days ago, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their official Twitter said, new uniforms coming April 2020. There is no way Tom Brady was going to play football in those horrendous Mm. football uniforms. Mm. And the only way he would consider it if they did a total uniform revamp. Boy, wouldn't that look strange to see Brady in that uniform? Not the old orange ones. I mean, it's still strange, but... What, the creamsicle? Yeah. I could see him more in the creamsicle ones. I think the creamsicles are coming back. Mm. The uh, digital clock uniforms are going away. <laughs> you just don't like the numbers on them. There's many things oh, okay. we as a country we, don't like. Them. We as a country don't like it. I, I, actually, people put out there, what are the worst uniforms in sports? And some people say after the Tampa Bay Bucks current uniforms. Mm. It's like those are the... Uh, the Vancouver Canucks had an ugly one. Like they had brown, like chocolate brown. And like it was a different Cleveland brown. Uh, it was just like an old school brown sweater that they uh, they wore at Vancouver. Not not good at all. It was like brown and gold, brown and yellow. And that, that was always one that stood out as a bad uniform. All right, so we're uh, knee-deep into the show, final hour, and uh, we'll talk to Lewis Riddick, the uh, great football analyst for ESPN. And, you know, just start looking at these places from the possibility of if Brady did go to the Raiders, if he did go to – now, the Colts aren't in there, which – Maybe they are all in on Phillip Rivers, but it just feels like, or maybe Brady doesn't want to go to the Colts. It feels like the Colts, if you said he could go there, I get that. Now, you have the bad blood, but that's with previous management there with the Colts, or at least front office and their GM. But, man, if he went there, you got Frank Reich as your coach. You got a great GM, Chris Ballard. You got a really good offensive line. You got a surprisingly good defense. And you got some skill position guys there. And you play indoors for half of your games. Half of the season is indoors. I, that, to me, would be the place. But, you know, once again, I don't know what Brady's comfortable with. But, uh, you know, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, great. Um, also, Fritzy has already said it's a perfect fit because it's TB12. And if you take Tampa and take Bay... So it's Tampa Bay 12, TB 12. There you go. Thank you, Todd. Got to go there now. That's it. Yes, McLovin. And they're hosting the Super Bowl for the 21 season backwards as 12. Todd Brady, home Super Bowl. There it is. Okay, that's it. Numerology. Sources close to us say he's got to go there because Tampa and Bay, TB 12. Yes, Paul. Old people like to retire down to Florida. Tom, There you go. Tom, old man. This is just way too many coincidences (laughs) to ignore, guys. I mean... Avocados grow on trees down there for his ice cream. Oh, Boom. Goodness. Where else do avocados grow? Good question. Okay. <laughs> They're big in Tampa. It's a hotbed of avocados. That's where I go for my avocados. Are these Tampa avocados? All right. No, that's just what's going on at the combine. But uh, the speed drills were uh, last night with the wide receivers and tight ends, uh, quarterbacks. Justin Herbert put up some pretty good numbers there in his 40 yard dash. Not that I'm interested in Aww. that. Oh. I got all oh, Justin Herbert. Jalen Hurts, still four five nine. Oh, I got to take him first round. No, I, I just, I find it interesting when you see some of these guys in, in at a position where you go, okay, how fast is he going to run? Justin Herbert's an athlete. I mean, I, I don't know why people are surprised at that. Joe Burrow is an athlete. He is. 
Uh, what did Burrow run the 40? They said he was like a 4-7 guy, okay. fast, really fast. Yeah. Actually, maybe even faster than that. Yeah. I mean, they, these, guys are, these guys are athletes. And there is buzz about Tua and the Redskins, and they're bringing in Joe Burrow and Tua. But I understand you do your due diligence, but you also at least want to give the impression if something happens, you might take Joe Burrow or Tua. If somehow, some way, something happens crazy and Bengals don't do that or they trade out of that pick or somebody, you know, trades out of that pick with the Bengals and they want two instead of Joe Burrow. You know, I give Ron Rivera a lot of credit. I can't imagine Ron Rivera taking that job in Washington, going in there without saying, I need to have total autonomy here if I want that quarterback or not. Because you could have a situation you had in Arizona with Kyler Murray and Josh Rosen. I understand that. New coach comes in, and he's saying, uh, my style is not going to fit Josh Rosen and vice versa. I want to bring in my guy, Kyler Murray. Ron Rivera may go, uh, I'd be crazy to not bring in Tua. Now, the owner is the one who told the coaches, reportedly, uh, we're taking Dwayne Haskins because he knew Dwayne Haskins. I think his son went to school with Dwayne Haskins in, uh, in high school. Uh, Chase Young is from the D.C. area. You know, we penciled in Chase. That hasn't changed until now. And whether this is a smokescreen or not, and I was told by a source earlier today that this whole uh, Tua is, you know, winning the, the medical battle, which my source said that's not true. Like, it, you know, th- there's still a long way to go before you're saying, hey, Tua is ready to go, that my source said this feels like this is a favor for Lee Steinberg, who is the agent of Tua, to get some positivity out there with Tua. He certainly did. Got some positivity. Do the Redskins take that chance? I understand if you do. If you're sold on Tua, he's a special kid. Okay. I mean, I'm not sold on Dwayne Haskins, but I did see improvement that final month of the season. Where's the Giants rumors with Brady? Remember where that started? It was like, if we can attach a team somehow, some way, let's do it. It's because the Giants weren't. The Giants saw enough of Daniel Jones. That's their future. It was just their coach acting like he's Bill Belichick, saying, no, everybody's got to earn their spot, and, uh, you know, nobody's guaranteeing it. Okay. So Saquon Barkley is not your starting running back? Well, he's, you know, he's going to have to beat out who, you know, Jimmy Lipper. No. It's Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley have their jobs. Tom Brady is not going to the Giants. Yes, Paul. You know what the tough part about this story is whenever it's settled with Brady on his, you know, stays with the Patriots, it goes – we're never going to know all the details for real because they're going to be so scattered, and Belichick's never going to address it. Whether he stays or goes, he won't address it in any way like, uh, we're, we're talking about the players we have. You know, as soon as he goes to another team, we're talking about the players we have and, and vice versa. Somebody He's, might. Somebody yeah, might get it. But not the principals and not to us. Somebody might just because it'll come from Brady's side, and that'll be, let me tell you the full story about this. Because it might be, you know, Belichick didn't even want to meet with Tom. I mean, who knows how this plays out? You know, have the Patriots officially moved on? It's just they don't want to tell anybody they've moved on. And what would they do in the draft if they move on? What would they do in free agency if they move on? And they're looking, they're waiting for the collective bargaining agreement as well to be ratified. And then, you know, same thing is happening with Dallas, I think, with Dak, and also with Kansas City, with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Has anybody brought up Deshaun Watson's name as far as his contract extension? Because it feels like it's Dak and then Mahomes. But Deshaun Watson's in there, too. He'll be a big ticket item as well. All right. A couple of phone calls in here. David in Boston. David back with us. Hi, David. Hey, Dan. How are you? Good, sir. 
Very good. I just wanted to keep with the weight of the show and tell you for the last seven years, you've been a very solid morning glory for me uh, commuting in. And lastly, I just want to say, y'all, all you guys have nailed it, and you're going to continue to nail it, and I thank you for that. Have a great day, guys. Thank you, David. Uh, solid and improving or just solid? Question mark? In seven years, where were you the other three? Yeah, I know. Better late than never. Right. Yeah. Seven years is a good run. I take that from David. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, we'll take the scraps. We've been solid. We're a solid morning serviceable. show. Serviceable. Yeah, serviceable. We're a solid TV and radio show. George in Ohio joins us. Hi, George. Hey, good morning. Good morning. From the old hometown, Dan. Oh. Eastville, yeah. Oh, that, that's the... Yeah, is my statue up yet? Um, I'm working on that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. We need some more pigeons. No, I don't know what that means. But uh, um, I, uh, I've been calling, too, for about, about seven years. And I think uh, my best moment was when uh, there was a guy from Old Miss that had a, a bong mask on. Oh, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, and I called in and did an impression of a guy <laughs> with a bong mask on. I did the sound effects and everything, and you guys replayed it. I thought that was quite a quite a compliment. All right. Well, thank you, George. Thank you for impersonating Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> Not a big call for that. Yeah. Not many people called in and said, you know, hey, I got a better one than George. That's kind of a niche impression that you have with the guy with a bong mask on. Connie in Ohio joins us. Hi, Connie. What do you have for us today? Hello. Hello. Hi, Connie. <laughs> I'm so happy to get to talk to you. I never hear girls call in. <laughs> well, we're, been... we're glad to have you. And I'm, yeah, and I'm from Lima, Ohio, and you know how to pronounce it. Yes, I, I do. Sure I do. Yeah, not, yeah. not Lima. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm a big Browns and Buckeyes fan. Big. <laughs> any, any questions, Connie, or just? No, I just enjoy your show. I love your guys. I'm happy to talk to your last Who do you love the most? Who do you love the most? Oh, it's hard. It's you. It's you. Well, no, I'm with the Danettes. (laughs) Who's second in the room? Probably Fritzy because he's been gone all week, and I felt sorry for him being sick. And uh, so I've thought about him a lot. I hope you're doing better, and I hope... Uh, he's uh, enjoying his day, having come back after being sick. That's very <laughs> sweet, well, thank you, Connie. We appreciate that. That's uh, Connie in Ohio. Very thoughtful. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Connie should be prepared to be completely followed oh, on I all know. social media channels. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fritzy is going to go back to uh, Marvin, who's answering the phones and saying, uh, you got the phone number for uh, Connie? There's Fritzy walking back. To get I sent a direct message. Phone. I don't know if going to respond that way. I'm going to DM her. What? Yeah. Yes, McLovin. I, so I could have sworn I was going to get the uh, second place. But she felt like she was headed in a sympathy direction. Yes. It was definitely a sympathy. Well, so. Fritzy was sick this week. I know. And that's timing. Yeah. Or you probably would have gotten it there. I'm sorry about that. Uh, why did you come in today, by the way? Are you fully healthy? Because people want to know that. I mean, I'd say I want to know. I'd say I'm about 93% healthy. How's that sound? I can, you, I'm never 100% healthy anyway. I know that. Are you contagious? I'm not contagious. I have, uh, I have a blunt Do you have a written note? It's funny you mentioned that because the, my doctor asked me if it's I needed one. It's not funny. One. It's, I'm just I'm saying, do you have a written my, note? I don't. My doctor asked me if I needed one, and I said that I did not to prove that I'm okay to come into work. I didn't think I needed one at I this point. I would prefer a written note. He said, you're not contagious. If you feel up to it, go in. The reason I came in today is for LABC and for Dan Overlock, and it's the last show, and 
I wanted to make sure I was here. I already missed the last four days. I didn't want to miss the whole week, especially our last uh, TV show for now. But if the last show was next Monday, then you would have missed today. Uh, well, there was still the uh, Dan Overlock factor. That's oh, the two days. days. Right. So I wanted to. Uh, okay. I wanted those, those were two very. Did you ever think leaders. that maybe you'd be doing everybody those guys a favor if you didn't come in? Well, I wanted to come in on Wednesday, and I, from watching the show and listening to it, I, you guys made it very clear from the <laughs> You guys wanted no part of me. This, for most of Who the would want you if you have bronchitis? You were sick. You had a fever. You told us that all of the, the gory details, discharge, bowel movements. That's true. Yes, like fever. It's only at 100 now. I, I know. I, I think I'll be okay. But it, it is fair to say that's a no-win situation, as long as we all acknowledge <laughs> that. Whatever decision I make, it's the other one that should have been made. <laughs> you can't come in? How weak is that? I, I all, we've all had all kinds I did of, not say you were soft. Four days? How can you miss four days? I and then I come in, it's like, well, you don't care about us? You're going to get us all sick. What I've never doing? missed four days. Yeah. I didn't say you were soft. I said, I hope you're feeling better or take care. You did. I, okay. But I will still stand by the uh, whatever decision is made. It's a shit of the other one, and, and it's good for fodder, and that's fine. It is. You just said fodder. <laughs> what are you doing here? You're going to get us all sick. Why are you home? How many days are you going to take? Weeks? Months? Everyone gets a cold. What the heck? Tough enough. No, nobody, was, okay. nobody was saying that. Uh, we just I, I kind of was. Oh, I know. I Paul think was. I was. I was waiting for you guys to point it out. I've been making fun of him for like years, but specifically this all week. He misses four days with four I know. I know. Ridiculous. I know. All right. More phone calls coming That's up. That's what we've been showing on our, on our last day here. We're doing partial recaps of embarrassing Todd things. Yeah. Just to get back from his last party. I did. A, I got a kick out of that vote, though. Seaton and McLovin were quick to. I hope he moves to another country. Right? Not, 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 never mind coming to uh, to the Milford Studios. Paul raised his hand. He said, "If he feels up to it, he should come in." You were kind of on the fence, and uh, the other guys were like, "You know, he should probably not come anywhere near here." Correct. I know my partner in the back is like, to this, at this moment, is still. I was wearing some kind of mask. McLovin, on. if he could move farther away from you, no he would. But he can't. I've seen him remove croutons from salad as if it was like you know, it's like dead grasshoppers one itself. So he definitely doesn't want me next to him. Well, he sent a note saying, uh, I'm trying my hardest to get in, but the doctor just said I have a highly contagious bug. Yes. Like those two sentences, the two parts of those sentences are different. Don't tell us. And wasn't contagious. that twenty four hours ago? I don't know anything about highly contagious bug. He said I have bronchitis, and he gave me an antibiotic. And did you say there was a contagious bug going around your home? I, my son was sick, and then I caught. And now I just found out that my wife is going to urgent care this afternoon. But but Todd, you, around the you caught it, therefore it's contagious by definition, right? All I could do is go by what the doctor told me the other day, saying it's not contagious, but take this antibiotic. Unless he's not a very good doctor, I don't know what's possible. How did you get it from your son? It's some kind of wild coincidence that we both live in the same house and he missed a few days of school. Next thing I know, I'm right. popping things up. All right. We'll take a break here. Yes, McClellan. I'm just reading the text. My son has a bug that he kindly passed on to me. So you knew it was contagious. You said, told us a hundred times. Whatever. I'm not getting involved. I don't know. The, high, the highly <laughs> contagious part must have got deleted in this translation. If somebody gets sick, then what? Fritzy? Shower of shame. We will oh. punish him. Okay. Uh, this is what you have to do. I'm trying to keep my distance from everybody. If somebody officially sticks out, all right, you got to wear a hairpiece. Or purposely puts <laughs> off the benefit of a show and says there's I'll give that YouTube channel. <laughs> you got to, on Monday, if somebody gets sick over the weekend and doesn't come in on Monday, <laughs> you have to wear <laughs> 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 The front row is 
Sounds like bronchitis there. You guys have to decide who, who's pretending to get sick so I have to wear that. Oh, man. I just. Whew. You got to wear a hairpiece. <clears throat> oh, God. Going to take a break. More uh, phone calls. What are you calls. doing here? Why aren't you here? More phone calls where people say nice things about us. Uh, that'll be coming up. Lewis Riddick from the Mothership will join us. Does he really think that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers would be a good marriage? 20 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. When it comes to comfort down below, there's underwear and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, and function. See what he did there? Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's underwear sport a non-wedgie guarantee. No wedgies. Comfortable, stay put waistbands and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. No bunching, no riding up. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country. Get three apps about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Once again, hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Just got a pair of Air Jordan golf shoes. I don't know if I could just wear them around without going to play golf in them, but they look pretty sharp. I, I don't belong to a golf club, country club, and they only sent one pair, so I'm sorry, guys. But uh, it's a start. You know, that Nike sponsorship, it just started with one pair of shoes. That's, that's how it starts, just one pair of shoes there. Shoes there. All right, uh, we'll get the phone calls here coming up. Still uh, trying to digest that uh, story that we saw in Sports Illustrated, that uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers buzz with Tom Brady is not going away. Lewis Riddick, the ESPN NFL analyst, joining us from the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Lewis, thanks for joining us. How do you separate fact from fiction with Tom Brady? <laughs> That's a great question. Tom does a great job, right, of concealing what his true intentions are. Man, he just lets everybody out there kind of twist around and throw out all these different theories. And teams come and go as far as who's going to be the team that's going to land him, who's not going to be the team that lands him. He's going to go back to New England. He's not going to go back to New England. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's a mystery right now. But I there's, there's one thing I do know, Dan, and, and that is the people who – I know who would have some insight as to just how what really means something to this guy really does believe that this is this is not about money. This is really about respect. It's about making sure that he has the things around him and people understand what he needs to have around him at this point in order for him to really play at his highest level. And I think that ultimately is going to be where he winds up going. There's no way Tom's going to go to some place that's in the midst of rebuilding something and doesn't have the weapons. He's never going to go through a season like he went through last year again where you saw him game after game look about as frustrated and as exasperated as you've ever seen him look. He's never going to go through that again. 
if you ran the Patriots, or let's say you're Bill Belichick since he's the GM as well, like, like what, what are you planning on doing? What is plan A and what's plan B? Yeah, yeah I, I think, honestly, the, the best thing for the Patriots and the best thing for Tom is for those guys to really reunite if they both want to continue to win in, in a way that they're used to winning. So if I'm, if I'm Bill, I think I'm probably taking the approach of being maybe more aggressive and more forthright in terms of getting the kinds of players to come to New England that would, that would help Tom the best, particularly on offense, without messing up anything else that they're trying to do overall from an overall team concept. Because, you know, t- Bill's all about the team. and He's never going to sacrifice what's best for the team you know, at the expense of trying to just get one or two players. But I would be – I would probably step outside of my comfort zone and say, hey, look, we're going to do everything we can, and we're going to be upfront about it as far as recruiting some players that could come in here, particularly on offense and help you, namely some weapons on the perimeter, which is something that all of us could see last year. They just didn't have. They just didn't have – they tried with Mohamed Sanu, but Mohamed Sanu was never going to be that guy. They tried with Antonio Brown. You knew you couldn't count on him. It was only a matter of time. And, you know, it's, just, it's one of those things that they need to be able to get someone out there to really help him, and they need to assure him that they're going to do everything they can to do that. They need a presence in the middle of the field, something to replace Gronk, although it's never going to be like Gronk. They need that position. That position has been vital to Tom's career. And they need to make sure that they do everything they can to do that. So if I'm Bill, I'm saying, look, these, this is what our plan would be in order to try and make sure that we never have a repeat of what happened last year. Because really, for Tom to start over somewhere else, I mean, I guess it's possible. But there's so the, he, you know, the Patriot way is so ingrained in him, and he has helped develop the Patriot way so much to a point where I'm just wondering what he thinks it'll be like somewhere else, and whether or not he can go ahead and make another organization kind of operate the way that he's used to. Because the way he's used to operating has made him the greatest winner of all time, and that that would be a tremendous shock to me. I mean, I'm never going to say I can think for Tom Brady. But that'd be a tremendous shock to me and a tremendous risk for me to take. But, okay, so let's say Brady goes elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Are you drafting or are you bringing in a free agent? I'm bringing in better. I'm bringing in somebody who, who I, I'm probably doing a little bit of both, okay? I, but I, I, I would be trying to make sure I could bring in somebody with a tremendously high IQ that can get on the same page with Tom Quick in a very short amount of time, given that, who knows what's going to happen with this new CBA and how much more practice time is going to be taken away mm. from coaches and players, which is something that people are kind of forgetting. Now, look, some of these great quarterbacks get ticked off during the season when their guys aren't in the right places and not able to gel with them. Well, how do you think that happens? That happens because they practice. Football's the only game you get better at if you practice. So you better have the right profile of player, whether it's the draft or a veteran, and someone who can operate again at his level intellectually or close to it very quickly. So I think it's not just about height, weight, speed. It's about the right kinds of players that have that same kind of over-the-top commitment to the game that Tom has. I mean, there's there's so many things that go into it and so much risk involved for him to go somewhere else. I mean, this really is, in my view. All right. Um, This Tua and the Redskins – it, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's not a report. It's it's actually happening that they met with Burrow and, and Tua. But could you see this actually playing out if all the medicals check out on Tua? Ron Rivera going in and maybe drafting his quarterback. Sure. I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen 
we've seen it over, you know, during the, during history, you know, play out that way in, over the course of history that people, when they come over, come in and take over an organization, just inherently say it's anything that was here before me is not mine, and therefore I, I'm just going to wipe the slate clean and do things my way, and they get turned off to other players and kind of like rubber stamp them in in a negative way, and I think that could possibly happen to Dwayne Haskins. Rodden could possibly, you know, just kind of not take a liking to him, hold last year against him, whatever. Whatever terminology you want to use and start over, I think it would be ridiculous. I think that would be totally throwing context out the window as to just how dysfunctional that place was last year. From the get-go, from the very first time that it was announced that Dwayne Haskins was going to be their quarterback, it started leaking out immediately that he wasn't the choice of the coaching staff and or the choice of some people in the scouting department and that it was Dan's choice. Yeah. You do those kind of things. I mean, what do you, you think is going to happen to the kid? Do you think he's going to always, at that young age, show the right attitude and the right work ethic and the right demeanor? Of course he's not going to. But people just throw that stuff out the window. If they draft Tua and they pass on Chase Young, who I know for a fact that the most important man in that organization, being the owner, loves – I think it'd just be ridiculous. I really do. But we'll see. Do you think Chase Young's the best player in the draft? I think at his best, he is the best player in the draft, yes. He can change a football game and has shown he can change it over and over and over again in a way that maybe not, that very few other players in this draft can do. Joe Burrow can change a football game because of how good – I mean, he showed that this year, too. Are you sold on Burrow? I'm, yeah, I would draft the number, number one overall over Tua at that position simply because of the fact that he doesn't have a durability history like Tua has. And you could you can say all you want, all things being equal, I would take Tua, and that would be the case for me. The fact of the matter is they're not equal. He does have a history, and it's not just – and a lot of that history is caused by, you know, a little bit by him in terms of maybe just not – getting the ball out of his hands fast enough, getting taking some hits that he shouldn't take, which leads, you know, which in, increases the risk of getting injured. So there's some things that are to his own doing. But if he was – if he didn't have the hip issue and he hadn't had two surgeries on his on his ankles, on his lower extremities, I would take him over Joe Burrow, quite honestly. Okay. But Chase, Chase is the guy. There's no doubt about that. We're talking to Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL analyst. You can see uh... – the scouting combine on ABC and ABC special that Lewis will be on from five till 6 PM Eastern tomorrow. Also, when you, you look at these 40 yard dash times and, and I know it's for amusement only in my opinion, but you may think different because you know, you're a former player. I want to know these wide receivers, you know, these guys who run a four, two nobody ever publicizes how big their hands are, which I find interesting. But also the other part is, I think this is more of a quickness game than a speed game. Where you need to get to from point A to point B because my quarterback only has X number of seconds to get rid of that ball. I would rather know. I, I would rather take a quick guy over a fast guy. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, sure. I mean, by by position, yeah. Some you know, a lot of times, short area quickness is more or less the deciding factor in terms of you being able to win or not than actual long speed. And to take it a step further, there's plenty of guys, as you were alluding to, that are great on the clock, which is time speed, but their functional speed with pads on in a football game is not nearly the same. We've seen it over and over and over again. And we've seen it the opposite way. Guys who don't time very well on the clock, a la Jerry Rice, who goes on to be the greatest player maybe in NFL history. How is it that Jerry never got caught from behind, Lewis? 
Exactly. That that that's the thing. See, there, there's there's an art form to running the forty. There's so much that goes into it from your start to your shoulder height when you come out of the start to your stride length to your staying relaxed, all that stuff. And sometimes guys just don't feel good when they run, and it just doesn't work out that way. It doesn't work out the way they want. But Jerry, when he got on the football field, Jerry had functional speed. Jerry had functional quickness, the kind of things that you're talking about. And he was very smart. He knew angles. He knew all that stuff. And having played against him a few times, I can tell you this. I never thought that this was a guy who ran four six four seven plus in the 40. He smoked everybody. <laughs> everybody. So, But there's, there's guys in this draft at wide receiver. I will say this. These kids are fast this year. But Henry Ruggs from Alabama, Henry Ruggs III, is a legit player. He's just not a flash in the pan who can just run a fast 40. This kid can flat out play. Jerry Judy, although he runs – Jerry Judy runs four four five. Yeah, he's slow. And people are like, he's slow. <laughs> and he's, and he's, he's the best route runner in the draft by far. By far. He's dynamite. So, I mean, it's, it's a quality draft this year. I know the 40 is dominating all the talk. But these kids who are running fast, they're also very, very good players. I think it's the best draft I've seen in 20 years for wide receivers. I love C.D. Lamb. Absolutely. He's fantastic. And he was one of those. And he ran 4-5. I know. And C.D. On the, on the field. But on the field, when you're talking about quickness. Yeah. With the ball in his hands, he's electric. He's like a video game. He just makes something out of nothing. There were two or three plays this year when I watched, and I went, there was nothing there. There were four guys around him, and somehow he scored a touchdown. Yeah, Texas, I mean, Texas, the Texas game uh, comes to mind immediately. He's just very, very good with the ball in his hands, great vision, great functional strength, balance, toughness. I mean, all those things that you can't really measure here that really mean the most. This is just a way to kind of get comparisons, you know, on a level playing field. So you have some way to sort these guys athletically. Yeah. But you know, I mean, you've, you've watched the game forever. You, you know what really matters. All right, uh, final thing. Uh, the show has a bet with Jeff Darlington. Jeff Darlington uh, kind of reporting that Brady, he'd be stunned if Brady went back to the Patriots. Uh, a guy on my show, Paulie, bet Darlington $500. Uh, they, $500 goes to the Jimmy V Foundation, uh, whoever uh, loses the bet. Are you on Team Patrick or Team Darlington, Brady leaving the Patriots? Well, Team Patrick says he returns, right? Yes. I'm on Team Patrick. Okay. I think ultimately he returns. There's just too many things Tom's used to. Structure, discipline. That'd be a bummer, though. Lewis, all this talk and then we don't – like, there's wishful reporting (laughs) that goes on. Like, we we want something to happen, and, you know, you get this feeling that maybe Phillip Rivers to the Colts will be the big move in the offseason here. Yeah, I don't know. Phillip Rivers – the Colts? The Colts may be in play for a lot of things. There's this guy named Jordan Love who – is creating a lot of buzz around here. Keep his name. Keep, keep his name in mind. Oh, life. I know. I know. Somebody's going to fall in love, Lewis. You know how this works oh, every they, year. They already have. <laughs> and you go they it, have, it, literally and figuratively. But but it's like Trubisky and Daniel Jones, where you go. Wait a minute. Where did that come from? And yep, somebody yep. might do that with Justin Herbert or or uh, or Love. I, I, yeah. I, so. Oh, it, it's happening as we speak. Believe me. Uh, is already flying. Football <laughs> flying around here. Trust me. Valentine's Day is a couple of weeks late. Uh, That's right. Hey, That's uh, right. thanks for joining us, Lewis. As always, we appreciate no it. That's uh, Lewis Riddick, former NFL player, mothership uh, analyst, ABC special from five to six Eastern tomorrow, live from the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. 
Last call for phone calls. We'll close up shop for the final time on DirecTV and BR Live. We'll do that right after this. We got the cats in the house tonight. Yes, we do, man. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Titans in here. You have to go off, dude. We ready to do this stuff? We're ready to rock, man. We ready to rock, Camera yeah, guys, ready to roll. Mike, you ready? Ready. Ready. This is free to hop bottom and exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. I was dreading this part of the show as we say goodbye to DirecTV after 10 years. Thank you to so many people, most notably Chris Long, who took a chance on me and had no idea what the hell I was trying to do. But thank you, thank you, thank you to all involved with this program. Close up shop with uh, some memories here of all the fun things we did. Once again, youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show on Monday. It's free, and uh, we hope you get an opportunity to watch the program. It'll be uh, basically the same on radio uh, and our podcast as well. We're just changing the TV partner, and uh, we're doing it ourselves. Uh, so, very excited about it, but very sad to say goodbye to uh, the wonderful people who uh, did this every single day. And for 10 years, we had a lot of memories. We've been reminiscing. We've been showing some video of some of the things we've done. And we've done so many things that, you know, sometimes we refresh ourselves and we go, God, I can't believe that you wore that or you didn't wear that. Or, you know, I don't know if there's one thing that stands out for all of you guys. Uh, Paul? I got, I got a couple. I was really happy that the day after the Cubs won the 2016 World Series, we were on the air. You know, because I've done this for a long time here with you and these guys. And to have the show be on the air the next day made it even better that the Cubs won. Two that stand out for me, um, having Al Michaels in studio, and this is more of a compliment to our production staff. We had a full steak dinner brought in at 6.30 in the morning, uh, East Coast time, or West Coast time, I should say, for Al Michaels so we could have steak night in Al America. And to have surprise Al Michaels, I mean, we brought in his chef. His chef got up at 4 in the morning. He brought in the, the waiter, the maitre d's. And we had a, a dinner for the great Al Michaels. His favorite, his favorite restaurant. And all our people, the production staff behind the scenes, did this surreptitiously. And then even better, because this is one that was important to you, when we got Jerry West, the great Laker Jerry West, come in as Jerry's Cakes and Torrance and present <laughs> you with a cake on the 10th anniversary of the show, we had about 30 people involved in this, and they were all threatened to keep this secret so you didn't find out. And to see the look on your face when Jerry West comes out with a cake, and Jerry West looks pristine. Oh, he's right out of a catalog. You're a hero. Your dad's hero. To walk in, uh, I was like, I can't wait. To, and I was like, I got. I was watching not Jerry, but your face. I was, I was really looking 
I couldn't see his face. He was in the shadows. I could just see like this gold sweater that he had on. And I was like, oh, my God. Do we have the audio of this? This So says. we got a hold of Jerry's Cakes in Torrance, and they brought us a cake. Eric, can you bring it in? It's a nice cake. Oh, the big German kids. Yeah. In the cake. yeah. Check out this cake, Dan. Yeah. Oh, nice. And the owner wanted to come in, too, to say hello. Look at that cake. Wow. Congratulations. What's happening, Jerry? Al, Al Michaels was there with us. I didn't know what to do. I, I was like, oh, my God. Wait, Jerry West is delivering the cake, celebrating our 10th anniversary. Fritzy, you got one? That by far stands out. Knowing what Jerry West uh, means to you and be able to pull it, pull off that surprise and that it just everything kind of lined up where Jerry was available. Like they flew in Do you early have one? that morning. My own personal one? Yeah, your own that, personal one. That was the one that I was planning on saying. Wait, you were Jerry going West with Jerry West? I was. Is your favorite personal one? I was because I saw how emotional you got over it. All right. Well, then let me move on. Is there a backup? Like, is was there a, like a, the second favorite memory? We'll on over this. Monday, Chrissy Teigen in <laughs> yeah. her little Santa outfits uh, and snuggling with me on the couch. Remember when you did Cougars of the Week? I did Cougar of the Week. Yeah, very politically correct. Uh, yeah, of course it was. Uh, Seaton, you got a favorite? I can't say that I have a favorite memory necessarily. Uh, although, like the Super Bowl opens, like I said before, but you know, my life is so tied to this show. Uh, in so many ways because my son is 10 years old and we did 10 years of the of the TV show and when we first went to our we went to our first TV Super Bowl in Miami my son had been born uh, about two weeks before yeah. and and I'd left and my wife was like no this is a big deal you have to go and uh, she had to stay home with our son and so I have so many milestones that are sort of linked together between the TV show and my own personal life yeah um, that they're sort of they're always going to be interconnected. His first Halloween, he came in in a in a little lion outfit, you know, and he sat there when we played Arcade Fire, and you could just see his chubby little face and his Halloween. But you know, I'd, my life is just so linked to the TV portion of the show for those ten years that it's uh, I can't really escape it in a way. McLovin, this is uh, similar to what Seaton said earlier. Some of the uh, Super Bowl sets, uh, Indianapolis and New Orleans, say that when uh, guests would come on and they just had this look on their face, like, "What the heck?" Is going on. We here. built a high rise, a brownstone in New York for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you remember the race car track, the Indy yes. 500 race car track I, in Indy? This is, this. I, I, they built a barn with a hoop in it. And because I was trying to antagonize Larry Bird to come over and shoot <laughs> hoops. But um, this, this is Chris Long, who took a chance on this show. And, and Chris just, he never said, we can't do something. He was always going to make it happen. And, and he did. He made some wonderful memories for us and uh, forever indebted to him. Uh, let me see if I can sneak in a couple of quick phone calls here. Uh, Michael in Wisconsin. Hi, Mike. What do you have for me? Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Danette. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, 63295. Uh Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you guys on YouTube. I want to thank you for 10 amazing years of you guys brightening my morning and increasing my sports knowledge every single day. Uh, really looking forward to the future with you guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thank Go you, on. Michael. Thanks for the kind words. Um, you know, in some ways it feels like it's a eulogy or a funeral, but you know what? It, it It's not because, you know, because of this, because of the 10 years we build up, we do have this opportunity to do something different on YouTube. 
And uh, without those people who helped us, uh, we wouldn't be able to be in this position with YouTube. And uh, also continuing the radio show. It's also the final show for two-a-days. Dan Overlock, and uh, he will be missed. He was a wonderful part of this program, willing participant. And uh, I don't know, if he's not here, we'll still be able to do that impersonation. What? What did you learn today, Todd? Jeremy in Kansas City says Tom Brady should sign with the Chiefs as Mahomes' backup. Best chance for him to get another ring. McLovin. Hi, Lord. I just put up a new poll. Are you glad Todd came in? I answered no. <laughs> See, no, I don't want to end 10 years on that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, I feel all this pressure to end 10 years on something. What I ever I just said before. That's okay. Paul? It was fantastic <laughs> working for DirecTV. What we learned brought to you by... LegalZoom. Need to make it legal? Make it LegalZoom.com. You want to be set up for success? Go to LegalZoom.com today. Enter the promo code Patrick in the box at checkout. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Thank you. Thank you for everything. We'll talk to you on Monday. I love you. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.